nights when one drink with the girls turns into a bottle, but you need your car for brunch the next day. There's pickup. Or at Friday work drinks, where you don't want to leave your car with expensive tools at the pub. There's pickup. Don't miss out on the fun. Get a pickup. Simply book on our app and we'll pick you up to drive you and your car home. Two drivers arrive, one drives you home in your car, and the other driver follows. Download the Pickup app today. That's PKUP and wake up worry free. Hi, I'm Macaulay Jones. Dick Johnson from DJR Team Penske, and you're on Inside Supercar. From the racetracks across Australia, and here's Inside Supercars. Welcome to Inside Supercars, Tony Whitlock and Craig Bell, and we're joined by one of the newest full-time drivers in Supercars, and that's been Jake Kostecki. Welcome on board, Jake. Hi guys, thanks for having me on the podcast here. It's actually my first podcast, so looking forward to it. Well, that's wonderful, Jake. It's, uh, it's been a very short time, really, um, and I know that you feel it like it's a long time. Um, how old are you now? I'm 20 years old. I turned 21 um, in January, so... Still, still young. Born this century. My gosh, what a, what, what a challenge in life. Anyway, yeah, um, it. it's, uh, it's been fantastic. You, you certainly made your mark in the series. And Matt's Racing, it's obviously a very comfortable environment for you and Dave. Yeah, for sure. So I started racing Super 2 in 2016, 2017, really, and feels like it's a long time coming now, but really, it's really showing through the cars, oh, especially Super 2 when you don't do a whole lot of racing. So, so then jumping into this Matt Racing last year in the Superlight program, I'm real happy for them to vote that they gave me the opportunity and then now I think I've done a good enough job this year in 2020, so they've given me the full-time gig for in 2021, which I'm really happy about, but I'm um, just going to do the best job that I can and see where, see where I can go. Now, you and Dave shared the car through the year and you obviously had your own race meeting uh, and then at the, uh, the one in Euro that you had, you obviously worked out that you must like the car to a similar way. Is that correct? Yeah, for sure. So um, a fast car is a fast car. Is, a fast car is a nice car, isn't it? So we sort of spoke about we help each other out throughout the year. And um, obviously Matt, the whole Matt Stone Racing is great. They help us out a lot as well, like with um, being a rookie in the series. And the work on this vein was quite cool. And then um, now that obviously this year we're both in our own cars and talking to the team, they give us the, the opportunity for that as well. So uh, we'll see. We'll see how 2021 goes with us and hopefully we can um, get some good results for the team. What do you think was the, the biggest benefit for you having that super light program in 2020? What Did that ease the way to what you're going to be doing in 2021 or would you have preferred yep. to go straight out and, and into the uh, main game full-time? Yeah, for sure. Well, in Super 2, you don't actually do a whole lot of racing. So it's very hard to actually um, hone your skills and actually get competitive in the series, jumping in from like a go-kart to straight into a Super 2 car. So it's very difficult. And then especially trying to get a seat in the supercars where, the, where them fellas are racing all the time. So so then that uh, Matt Stone and Jason Gomesall gave, gave me the opportunity to race in the Superlight program which is more racing than Super 2, more laps. Um, you get to learn about like how a supercar driver has to adapt to things, like even if sponsors and all of that. So that, that I did that last year was very cool. Like being on the scene, not doing every round, but 
I was at every round talking with the crew, so it felt like I did the full full year anyway. But um, so doing that to go into full time in twenty twenty one is very exciting. I think I I feel like I'm ready to take the next step. But without that opportunity last year, it would have been very hard to actually get the gig this year, as you can see with some other Super Two drivers that don't even get the opportunity at the end of the day. And you worked with. Tim Newton last year as your engineer. Do you know if Tim's staying with you or if he's staying on board at Matt Stone? Yeah, so um, I worked with Tim last year for my first year and um, I believe I'm going to be working together with him next year as well. So looking forward to that. But we spoke about a lot with um, Matt Stone, like consistency of the team. So to keep the same crew in my car and um, go through a program that we learnt from 2020 and then we can adapt to that and keep moving forward of what we feel like we need to do. But it was the best decision for me, Tim, and the team. Given that Bathurst uh, 2019 was your debut in the main game, you and Brody, um, did you feel a lot more comfortable this year in entering the, the thousand? Yeah, for sure. So did the Bathurst 1000 in 2019 with my old family team, which is very cool and exciting because it was my first, first um, co-driving gig, really. And then um, the 2020, I did a few rounds in supercars before Bathurst, so I felt like I was still prepared and ready to go and just do the best job possible. So I don't know. It was, um, it was definitely it was definitely exciting. We are running in the top 13 most of the, most of the race, which is very good for me and Damon, I think. But... Um, yeah. You mentioned that you were with the team for the whole year. Was that always the plan that you'd go to every race meeting if you if you're not racing, or was that brought about more because of the COVID bubble? Uh, not really. Um, it was always the plan to go to most of the rounds because as as I was doing every second round, it still took up most of my year anyway. So it's not like I'm pushing to do something else with my life. This, this is my life, um, supercar racing. So I was always around the team. I wanted to always be full-time, so I wasn't. I didn't need to be anywhere else. There was nothing else I wanted to do. So even when I wasn't in the car, I'd like to see how the crew was working with Zane, how Zane was going, what we can do better for even my rounds, so, which helps the team. So there's nothing really else for me that I wanted to do, so best to go to every round, really. And you're in that interesting position where you and your cousin are going to be uh, full-time on the grid battling it out uh, and you've got the upper hand there where you've got that half a year experience. Yeah, that's it. So I've worked with um, Matt Stone Racing for a year now, so I'm real comfortable with the team and like how me and Matt were talking about consistency. So like, I don't want to go to any other team. I want to stay with these guys for as long as I can and give them the results much as I can as well. So, But um, racing Brody on the grid will be pretty cool next year. I'm sure we'll probably bang some doors and swap some paint. And tell me, uh, you we know what your cousin's doing, we know what you're doing, and your brother. What's he up to? Um, so, Kurt's still... I'm not sure if I can stay. So, um, yeah, not sure yet. But um, he's got some things on the, on the go at the moment. We'll just have to wait and see there. Could it be a uh, 
Kostecki's taking up uh, almost, what would it be, one sixteenth of the grid. <laughs> that'd be that'd be pretty cool, I think. But um, I don't think he was, he's going to go full time. He's um, got some other things in the pipeline. But um, yeah, you guys will just have to wait and see. Now, because you you live a different life, not as a full time driver, you you have to spend some weekends or have done in the past where you weren't driving. What what did your role actually come to in that? Were you sitting down with the uh, engineers and and Zane to work out what that weekend was about, sort of thing, or were you more involved in the car? Well, as you know, when I used to when we used to run our old team with my cousin and my brother, it was all all hands on. But as now I'm with uh, Matt Stone Racing, they obviously have the crew to do that for me now. But um, obviously there's more things to do off the track than on the track as well. So the preparation that goes into the cars is crazy. And then the amount of, as a rookie, that I need to learn as a driver as well. So there's a lot of prep that goes into it. And I'm, I'm always going to, going to be in the office and the workshop with Matt Stone Racing and learning as much as I can. So that's why I was going to all the rounds as well. So seeing if Zane had a little upper hand on me with what he was doing with the car or something. I was always there to snatch it up and take that and then uh, do what I did as well. The interesting thing about uh, this year coming, of course, for you both is that, as we know, the old adage is always the first bloke you've got to beat is your teammate. Now, for the first time this year coming, you're going to be actually on the track with your teammate as compared with those ones where you were saying, oh, I was better at the last track and you'll be better at the next one or whatever. But now you're going to be at every one of them, which is going to be interesting for you, isn't it? Yeah, it's going to be quite cool, I think. Um, I've known Zane for a few years now. He actually, when we were like, I think, 11 or 12, I could have been a little bit older, he actually broke my hand in a go-kart race in Geelong, drove over the top of me. So from then on, we sort of become friends after that and so we'll probably help help each other out as much of, as much as we can, really. But as race car drivers, you always want to beat, beat your teammates. So we'll see we'll see how the year goes. It was an incidental accident, wasn't it? it you, know, you weren't being uh, shortcut at some stage for uh, other reasons. Yeah, yeah, I'd say if it was the Christmas party now, the high cart joining and broke my hand, I would think it wasn't an accident. But back then, I think it was. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and tell me, your, your father, Stephen, uh, will he be getting to a few more races in 2021? Yeah, I'm sure he will be. Unfortunately, because of COVID this year, he only come to the first round, which was Adelaide, and I didn't even race that. So that was um, yeah. a bit unfortunate for him. But he obviously, as you know, he loves his motorsport as well. So he, he's eager to get to the track and, and watch his um, son and cousin, uh, nephew, sorry. When you look at the 2021 calendar and the formats. What have you been eyeing off as, all right, this is really going to suit me and this is what I've got to concentrate on to develop further? I'll look at it in both things. Say for in 2020, I had a few new tracks like Darwin. Um, what else was there? There was another one, Tail and Ben, that I'd never been to before that was new. So then I got to learn them tracks. So then going into... 2021 it was always the goal to be full-time and uh, go to in 2020 was the track that I've never been to before so going into 2021 I'm keen to go to them tracks that I know now so 
uh, tracks like Darwin I really loved last year. Obviously, Perth's my hometown. Townsville is just an awesome street track, so looking forward to them. And um, But as a race car driver, you don't really... I'm just looking forward to all of them. Like I just want to go there and do the best job as possible and get some good results for the team and all the partners involved. Is there a track, one of those new tracks particularly, that you raced at last year that just really suited your style and suited the way you drive? Well, um, Darwin was, I think, my was it my third round last year and never been there before. And I went into practice one and I was top eight. Practice two was up, up the front as well somewhere. And then in qualifying, I think I was around 17th, which out of 24, 25 cars, which I was happy with. And I'd never been there before, so... I really like the track. I really enjoy it and all the fans are as well. So if you get a good result there, um, obviously Perth, I know the track really well. Done a lot of laps there. Um, Bathurst is the Holy Grail. We've done, we've got two of them next year. So that's pretty exciting as well. Have you raced in Auckland before? Nah, that's, uh, that's going to be a little tough one, I think. Not an easy track and I've never been to New Zealand before. And you still don't know which track either. Is it Pukekohe or is it Hampton Downs? Yeah, exactly. I don't think either one's going to matter for me because I haven't been to any of them. They're both stunning tracks uh, and very different. A great history around Pukekohe, of course, and a very fast track. Uh, there's still some bumps there. They left a few just for you. Um, but it's one that I'm sure you'll thoroughly enjoy because it uh, has the couple of sweeping corners and a couple of very tight bends. But whichever way it is that New Zealand, uh, I'm sure, will welcome you uh, uh, because they like young, enthusiastic races and I'm sure that the crowd will uh, very much notice you there. So uh, wish you luck for New Zealand this year, next year. Yeah, thanks for that. I haven't really met a whole lot of the New Zealand supporters yet because I have never been over there, but hopefully we can put a good show on for them and and hopefully for myself and the team, we can get some good results and uh, swap some paint with some people and put on a good good act. You're going in with the unit sponsorship again, but this year, unlike uh, most years, there wasn't any race weekend activations. So are you mentally preparing yourself for how much extra work will be required once activations and and more publicity is going to be allowed, signings and the like, at the racetrack on race weekends? Yeah, for sure. So I'm very happy with um, signing unit on board as my full-time main sponsor again, which is so exciting. And as we know, unit as a brand, they're always going um, above and all and um, getting a lot of exposure. So they like doing cool things. Uh, They're not just the average sponsor, which doesn't, it just spends the money and, doesn't um, get the best out of their buck, but as we know, units do. So, um, prepare myself for a big marketing year, and which is also good for my image as well because they're going to put in the effort, and I just have to put in the effort for them. And tell me, um, obviously, Matt Stone is a very experienced team leader, but he has somebody uh, even more experienced standing behind him or beside him in Jim Stone. Has he much had much chance to uh, talk with you and give you his input? Yeah, well, Matt um, has been around uh, Stone Brothers since he's been little. So, And then him starting Matt Stone Racing, uh, it's only been a short time, but he's already got two cars and supercars now, so he's obviously doing a good job at it. So um, he's learnt, he's learnt from the best, Jimmy, 
and Ross. So Stone Brothers back in the day were very successful. And I can tell you now that Jimmy is still in that workshop longer than anybody to this day. And and do you get a chance to interact with him and, and get his experience and knowledge? Yeah, for sure. So I'm always talking to Jimmy in the workshop and having a laugh and trying to get little things out of him, which is, uh, as we know, very, very knowledgeable. When you look at what you hope to achieve in a full season, what are you setting your goals at? I think you had a, a career-high 14 in a race. What do you say, I want to be in that top 15 every race? Or do you say, oh, there's a few more rookies this year, I want to be going for top 10? Yeah, well, last year my best result was a 14th. But I, be- I believe in 2021, uh, with the consistency of the team and myself going to most of the tracks now, that we can race in that top 15 every every race and then also get a few top 10s. So that's what I'm going for. I'm not going for the back mark, the back of the grid anymore. I want to be in the middle of the pack and and, and, and annoying everybody. Tell me, uh, how do you rate your season that's just gone, given that you only did half the meetings? Uh, how do you rate, you know, you give yourself a a B plus, a C, uh, have you got any sort of scale by which you measure yourself? Well, I'm going to have to give myself an A plus, aren't I? <laughs> yeah, it's your <laughs> it's your judgment. That's what we're looking for. <laughs> if I give myself a C, I'll just degrade myself. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not degrading you. No, I think I, I think I did had a good year, really. It was very, it was difficult because obviously I'm not in the car every round and then we had a nice program going before COVID and then COVID hit. So then I do say so I do one race in Sydney and then Zane would do the next race or, or he went first and I went second, which then the other drivers already had some experience on the track and all of that. But it's not even just the drivers on the track. It's the feedback with the driver and the engineer to the track. So we're going to the same tracks twice in a row. Zane could be saying uh, one thing that he wants with the car but then I could hop into the car the next round and I'd I'd like the car a little bit of a different style and then we feel like we're back on the back foot. So it was, very, it was definitely a tough year, but we overcome it. I believe we did a good job. We weren't um, a lot of the time we were in the middle of the pack somewhere, just um, not that strongly. But I believe for this year, uh, 2021, we can definitely fight for some good results. How close were, do you think Matt was to being able to get that third car or was it purely he couldn't get a licence and that's what stopped him? Well, I believe he was trying very hard because he had three drivers this year so um, in 2020. So I, I don't think he wanted to say no to any of us, but at the end of the day, he wasn't able to get the licence and Matt's running a business, so he had to do what he had to do. Going to be interesting to see now who you get paired with at the Enduro. Yeah, it will be interesting. I know the team's probably talking to a couple of people at the moment already because, as we know, the years go by so fast and drivers get snatched up and drivers go everywhere. So I believe that they'll already be looking at that. So I'll just have to wait and see. Would you like to have a well-experienced driver or would you be happy if uh, they made the call and, and put someone like Kurt in with you? Uh, I'd I'd love to have my brother with with me driving at Bathurst. I'd be a cool story because I've done it once with my cousin already. We didn't have the best show, but um, it was the first time for my old team. But 
to have the full year under my belt and then race Bathurst with my brother would be very cool, but um, obviously that's up to the team and all the all the sponsors. And looking towards 2021, uh, when do you uh, report for duty, Jake? And uh, will you be based on the Gold Coast then? Yeah, so I moved to the Gold Coast last year um, at the middle of 2019 or the start of 2019, and I've lived there all year. I haven't been back to WA where my family is because of COVID all year, but um, I just come back to WA a couple of weeks ago, so been here and going to have Christmas and I think the start of New Year's here. So then after that, I'll I'll go back to Queensland and um, start my training up, go hard at that and get fit and get ready for the New Year because there's a lot going on. In February, uh, there's a test day before um, Bathurst, isn't there? Yeah, so I think at the moment they're saying it's in Sydney, which I'm not sure if that's going to go ahead at still, but that's what they're saying at the moment. There's going to be an official test in Sydney and also Zane and I will have, um, I think, two rookie days before then as well at the end of January. So oh, really, for me, it's going to be straight into it. And That's a major benefit, being able to get back-to-back days so you can uh, have a run and go home and sleep and think about it before getting back in again. Yeah, that's it. So good thing for us. We're still classified as rookies, even though we raced last year, but we didn't do a full year. So still rookies and still good to go for some rookie days. Jake Kostecki, thank you very much for joining us on Inside Supercars. I'm sure that you'll enjoy yourself, and I'm sure a lot of fans out there will enjoy watching you race. So good luck with you with Matt Stone and Unit Racing. We hope uh, you have and achieve all the things that you want to set out to do. Yeah, thanks for that. I'm looking, I'm very excited for the whole championship, really. It's been a dream of mine for a long time now. So I started go-karts when I was six or seven. So obviously this is a big goal of mine ticked off for next year. So to do it with uh, Matt Stone Racing and Unit on board as well is so exciting. And I just can't wait to get into it. And really, I'm just going to do as good as I can and um, put on a good show for the fans and hopefully make some people proud. Give our regards to both your father and brother and thanks, Jake, for joining us on Inside Supercars. Thanks for having me. See you guys. Inside Supercars is produced by Thunder Media. Tune in next time for more or lock in the podcast on your iTunes or mobile device. Search Inside Supercars. The views expressed on Inside Supercars, including the panellists and guests, do not reflect the views of the network, Thunder Media or Sport Radio. Any publication or rebroadcast of the show without the expressed written permission of Thunder Media is strictly prohibited.